Hi, I'm Alex Rubin, and thank you so much for joining me on my daily teaching podcast, Grace to Your World. You know, the more we understand God's grace, the more do we find ourselves empowered to change our world and to live the overcoming life. Now, with that being said, let's get into today's message and grow in our walk with Jesus together. So what do you do when those fear-based thoughts come? What do you do when you wake up at three o'clock in the morning and you're, you're worried? You know, it's just your mind. It's just, it's just running on autopilot and you're worried. Well, one thing that you can do is you can begin to speak the word of God. You see, you want to begin to speak the word of God. You want to begin to speak the word of God. Look at Romans chapter 10. Romans chapter 10, starting in verse 6. I want you to see that faith, faith, when we speak faith, I want you to see we speak faith, and I want you to understand that faith speaks, guys. Faith speaks. And this is such, again, I got to say, a very simplistic principle, because when you're speaking the word, man, you're not trying to make anything happen. You're just saying it. You're just saying it. And what you're doing is you're hearing yourself saying it. You see, you say, man, I'm blessed, no matter what's going on in your life. I'm, I'm a very blessed man. I'm a very blessed woman. You say, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You say, Father, I thank you that, that I already have what I need. Lord, I thank you that you provide my every need. And as you're saying it, you're, you're hearing yourself saying it. And guys, what did the Bible say? May I remind you, child of God, the Bible said, faith comes by hearing. Faith comes by hearing. And so notice what he says here in Romans chapter 6, excuse me, chapter 10, verse 6. He says, But the righteousness which is of faith speaketh on this wise. Stop right there. So notice, the righteousness which is of faith. What is that talking about? That's talking about you and me. That's talking about people who are righteous, not by their works. We're righteous because of our faith in Jesus. And so you and I, we are the righteousness which is of faith. And notice, guys, the Bible says we have a certain way of speaking. He says, The righteousness which is of faith speaketh on this wise. He says, Say not in thine heart. Take note, there's, you can say something in your heart, or you can say it out loud. In fact, when you say it in your heart, that's your thoughts, and we're going to define that in just a moment for you. That's your thoughts. Saying it in your heart is your thoughts. And saying it out loud, that is spoken words. And so he says, Say not in thine heart, who will ascend into heaven? That is, to bring Christ down from above. Verse 7, Or who shall descend into the deep? That is, bring Christ up again from the dead. Now in context, he's talking about uh, people who are trying to, you know, work to be, sa to, to, be, to be saved, work to be righteous, or, you know, who are, who are trusting in their own works. And so look at verse 8. He says, but what saith it? What, what is he talking about? W well, context, what saith the righteousness which is of faith? And so what are you and I saying, guys? Notice what he says. He says, the word is near you. Notice this. The word is even in your mouth and it's in your heart. Notice it's in your mouth and it's in your heart. In your heart, that's your thoughts. In your mouth is your spoken words. Another way that you can now define your thoughts is that your thoughts, guys, catch this now, your thoughts are words in seed form. 
Glory be to God. <laughs> you see, you see your 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 thoughts. They're they're words in seed form. And so the more you think a, a thought, like we said earlier, sooner or later you're going to feel compelled to say it out loud because your thoughts those are seeds. They're, they're, that's 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 the word in seed form. And so he says the word the word of God that is it's in your mouth and in your heart. And here notice this he says that is the word of faith which we. Preach. Now, what is the word of faith? The word of faith, guys, is simply speaking the word of God. The word of faith is to say what God says about you in His word, and 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 that is, that is ultimately, guys, how you're going to change the negative conditioning of your mind by saying what God says about you in His word. And so, guys, you and I, we should have a way of 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 speaking when people are around us, guys. Uh, you know, at your job or wh wh wherever you are throughout your day and throughout your week, you should sound different. You should sound different. <laughs> you should really sound different in, 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 in a way where, you know, we should be like the first people, guys, who are speaking encouragement to somebody else, man. We should be the first people who are speaking life to other people. We should be the first people who are speaking possibility rather than negativity. And may I remind you, child of God, all of us have to work on this. I don't think any of us does it perfectly because, you know, the world has a way of conditioning you in a negative kind of way. And so sometimes it comes easier to us, you know, it comes easier for us to kind of just speak something bad or, you know, get in agreement with someone else who is kind of speaking negatively. Uh, well, Alex, I got a pain here in my body. Oh no, I'm afraid I'm going to die. It's probably some, some deadly disease. Well, hold on. <laughs> you know, well, what if it, what if it's not? Okay. <laughs> you see, some people, they always jump straight to the worst case scenario. You don't, you don't want to do that. You want to speak life. You want to speak possibility. Now, one thing that's very important, guys, to understand here, because sometimes people get this confused with what the world considers, you know, positive thinking. This is not positive thinking. Sometimes these things sound very similar, but I want you to understand that the words that you and I are speaking, guys, they're not based just on positivity. No, they're based on the Word of God. Glory to God. You see, our words are based on the Word of God, and I want you to understand the importance, guys, of, of the Word of God. I want to remind you, child of God, that God, in fact, never does anything separate and apart from His Word. I want to remind you here tonight, child of God, that the way God created everything is a through his word, because what did he say over there in Genesis? He said, God said, and then God saw, glory to God. In other, in other words, he spoke, and then what happened was, he saw what he spoke. You see, he didn't see and then speak. That's how the world does it, upside down kingdom, guys. No, what God did was, he spoke, and then he saw the thing that he was speaking, and you and I, child of God, we're made in the image and likeness of God, and God is calling us to begin to speak faith rather than rather than fear praise god praise god i want you to say out loud right now there's power in, in the words i speak i want you to say out loud right now i speak the word of god over my life now say this i get into agreement with god's word regarding my life because that's really what it is. It is getting into agreement with what God already says about us in His Word. And notice again, guys, that we speak in our hearts, our thinking, our words in seed form, and we speak in our mouth. And so sometimes people say, well, Alex, well, which is it? Is it just 
thinking? Should I just, you know, think on the word or should I say it out loud? Well, friend, it's both. It's both. You know, we were sharing with you, uh, worry is negative meditation. And so you want to practice positive meditation, which is meditating on the word. But part of that meditation, guys, in fact, the biblical definition of meditation includes to mutter. It includes you speaking it out, you see. And so we take dominion of our minds, guys, through our spoken words, speaking the word, speaking the word. And notice this is how we got saved. This is the very principle by which you actually got born again. If you are already a, a Christian, if you're born again, this is how you got saved. In fact, let's read that real quick here. Uh, Romans chapter 10, verses 9 and 10. So we see the context here. He said, this is the word of faith that we speak. Now, what is the word of faith? Sometimes people think, well, the word of faith is a, is a movement. Well, hold on. <laughs> you know, there, there's a, it is in a sense, but it's, it's, it's a movement that is based on this very verse here. Because the Bible, the, the, the Bible speaks of the word of faith. You see, word of faith is a Bible definition, guys. And here's what the word of faith is. He says, That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, glory to God, this is the word of faith, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. And so in other words, this is how you got saved. You believe in your heart, you confess with your mouth. Verse 10 gives us the principle here. He says, For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Now, sometimes people take the scripture and they say, Well, Alex, well, hold on. This is only talking about getting born again. And yes, we, we use the scripture a lot when, when somebody gives their lives to the Lord. But what I want you to notice, guys, is the word salvation in verse 10 is the Greek word zozo. Now, that Greek word zozo doesn't only mean uh, going to heaven. That Greek word zozo, guys, can also be translated healed. It can be translated delivered. It can be translated uh, to make whole and to make sound. And so, here's how you can also say this verse. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness. Watch this now. And with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. Or, watch this, with the mouth, confession is made unto healing. Glory to God. With the mouth, confession is made unto deliverance. Glory to God. With the mouth, confession is made unto uh, soundness. Glory to God. With the mouth, confession is made unto provisions. Glory to God. You see? And so, uh, this is a principle, guys, that is going to operate in every area of your life. But you got to apply it. you got to understand that... This is one of the ways that you align with God. We're talking a lot about alignment on, on Sundays. And so I want you to understand, in fact, if you look at that definition of alignment that we've been showing you these past few Sundays here, guys, is, uh, is that one of the ways we align is in our words. And so this is simply just us lining up with what God already says about us in, in His Word. This is not you trying to get God to do. This is not performance. This is not you impressing God with your faith. It is simply you using your free will because you're a free moral agent. You're using your free will to get into agreement with what God says about you in His Word. I want you to say out loud right now, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I want you to say out, out loud right now, I am walking in divine protection. I want you to really confess that. I am walking in divine protection in the name of Jesus. I want you to say, I, I am walking in the healing that Jesus already purchased for me 2,000 years ago. You see, you want to get into the habit of declaring these things over your life. Amen. 
Is everybody catching this here tonight, guys? Now, let's look at two more things here before we're already out of time. Look at Hebrews chapter 13, verses 5 through 6, and then I'm going to show you how you use your words to cast down negative thoughts. So, uh, Hebrews chapter 13, verses 5 through 6, and I really hope this is blessing you guys here tonight. This is our fourth way to live a worry-free life. It is speak the Word of God over your life or take authority over worry by speaking the Word of God. You see, that is very powerful. And, and for some of you guys, this is just a reminder, because some of you know this. <laughs> you know, you, you really know this very well. But if you're honest with yourself, you know, like I said earlier, sometimes we can let these, these basic things slip, guys. And so we want to get back to speaking the word. Amen. Now, notice what he says here, and this is a really pretty cool principle here, guys, that I want you to catch a hold of here, and, uh, because some, someone says, well, Alex, is this really in Scripture? And yes, guys, if we had time, I could show you all throughout the Bible this principle in the Old Covenant, in the Old Testament, and in the New Testament. He says in verse 5, let your conversation be without covetousness. Covetousness means greed. And be content with such things as you have. And notice the principle. He says, for he hath said, God, in the Old Testament, for he hath said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. That's what God said. Now notice verse 6. So we may boldly say, glory be to God. He says, so we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper, and I will not fear what man shall do unto me. Now, I want to just extract the principle Verse 5, he says, for he hath said, God hath said. Verse 6, he says, so we may boldly say. Now, you can insert anything here that God has said. The principle is, he hath said, so I may boldly say. Glory to God. God has said, so I may boldly say. And so what you want to know, child of God, is you want to look at the Word of God, and you want to see what He's spoken over you in the Word of God. And what you want to do is, uh, you want to understand that whatever thing, whatever God has said, you can boldly say that over your life. Glory to God. You can boldly say that over your life. There's some promises about your kids where God says that your children shall be mighty in the land. Great shall be the peace over your children. There's some promises where God says that you were already healed by His stripes. Glory to God. There's some promises where God says that He supplies all of your needs according to His riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Glory to God. And so what you want to get into the habit is you want to begin to speak that over your life. He has said, so we may boldly say, <laughs> Glory to God. Say that out loud. Say, God has said, and I'll say, so I may boldly say. I want you to carry this principle away with you here tonight, and then I want you to begin to apply that in whatever area of your life you're tempted to be worried. <laughs> and what you want to do, God says, says, says about you in that area of your life, you see. You want to begin to speak the word of God over that area of your life, praise God. And so, and so God says, so we may boldly say, now let's look at real fast here, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 3 uh, through 5, and then I think we're just going to continue this next week, and then probably the week after we're going to finish these 10 ways of living a worry-free life, but uh, we'll see how the Holy Ghost leads us, amen. Oh, praise God. Now, I want to show you one more thing here in Hebrews chapter uh, 10. Uh, excuse me, Second uh, uh, Corinthians chapter 10, praise God, uh, verses 3 through 5. We, we just looked at Hebrews, right? <laughs> now, notice what he says here. Uh, and so, and so uh, you know, we, we just saw God says, we can boldly say. Now, what I want to show you here is how do you 
actually now take authority over negative thoughts of worry? How do you take authority over those thoughts? And how do I cast down a thought? Now, I'm, I'm, I'm again extracting a principle here. I'm not going to go into the context of what Paul is talking about here. I want us to really see that there's a principle here. And so he says in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5, he says, and, and really listen to this now, child of God. Listen to this now. He says, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. And so what is he saying? He says, even though we walk in the flesh, in other words, we're walking in this physical realm of the senses. Flesh here is talking about, you know, the physical world. We walk in this physical realm of the senses. We don't war after the flesh. In other words, you don't fight your battles, glory to God, the way that the world fights their battles. Look at verse 4. This is really awesome, guys. Verse 4 says, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal or fleshly or natural or according to the senses. But he says, The weapons of our warfare are mighty through God or the Word of God. The weapons of our warfare, they're mighty through God or through His Word. Watch this now. To the pooling down of strongholds. Now, what is a stronghold? A stronghold is, is something in your mind that's contradicting the Word of God. Sometimes a stronghold can be a mental-emotional stronghold. It's a conditioned way of thinking. Remember, that's what worry is. That's what we, what we shared with you a couple of weeks ago, right? It's a conditioned way of thinking. And so, strongholds or, or an argument that contradicts the Word. In other words, you know, you're believing God uh, for healing. And you say, Lord, I believe I'm healed by the stripes of Jesus, but you got this thought that says, well, what about that pain in your body? You see, you got this persistent thought that says, well, cousin so-and-so had the same disease, and man, they, they didn't make it. Oh, well, Alex, I'm probably going to die too, because they didn't make it. Well, hold on. That's a stronghold, you see. Or you got the stronghold that says, well, Alex, nobody in my family has ever really been successful. I'm probably never going to amount to anything. Hold on, child of God. That's a stronghold you want to cast that down. Now, how do you cast it down? He says in verse 5, casting down imaginations. This is awesome, guys. You can cast down those negative imaginations. Because remember, worry is going to produce a negative picture of the future. Worry is going to give you a negative imagination. It's really the misuse of imagination, <laughs> in a sense, is what worry is. And so, you can cast down those imaginations and every high thing or thought that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, the knowledge of, of what Jesus already, has already done, the knowledge of the Word, uh, the knowledge of the finished works of Jesus Christ. And notice this, and he says, bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Now, a lot of you guys, you've heard the scripture before, but how do you do it? How do you actually take thoughts captive? How do I take my thoughts captive and bring them into obedience to Christ? Well, guys, the way you do it is, watch this now, <laughs> this is really awesome, the way you do it is through your words. The way that you do it, guys, is through your words. You know, you can't fight thoughts with thoughts. You just can't do it. <laughs> you know, it's going to drive you nuts, really. And so, the way that you do it is, is, th is through your words. How do I cast down a negative imagination? Alex, you know, I wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning and I, I got these negative pictures in my mind. 
and I just can't help but worry, well, guys, the way that you're going to cast that down is not just thinking the right kind of thoughts, even though that's important, thinking according to but the way that you're going to cast it down is is through your spoken word. And, and I want to actually demonstrate that to you guys here tonight for just a moment. And I, I want to encourage you to participate. We're going to do a little, uh, we're going to have a little thing here where, where you guys are invited to participate. Praise God. And what I want you to do is, I want you just right where you are, where you're listening to me from, I want you to start counting from one to ten. Now, I don't want you to do it out loud. I want you to do it just in your mind, just in your thoughts. Don't say anything out loud. Just silently, in your own mind, start counting from one to ten. And start counting right now. And I'll say your name out loud three times back to back. Say your name, your first and last name. I'm going to do it. Alex Rubit, Alex Rubit, Alex Rubit. Okay. Now, if you just participated, what happened to the counting the moment you said your name? It stopped, right? So, here's what I want you to notice, guys, is that the moment you begin to open your mouth and you begin to say something, whatever you were thinking in your mind is going to stop. Why? Because your words are more powerful than your thoughts. You see? Because when you say something, what happens is your focus is going to be on what you're saying, and so that's going to break whatever the mind was doing before. And so when your mind is off worried, your mind is off running on autopilot, your mind is, is running at a million miles an hour, uh, focusing on the stuff you don't want, start saying the opposite. Start saying what God says. Start saying what God says. Listen to yourself as you're saying it. You will notice that's how you take those thoughts captive. That's how you can bring your thoughts into captivity to the obedience of Christ. That is one way that you can do that. And so, how do I take my negative thoughts captive? How do I become free from the worry habit? I start speaking the Word of God. Glory to God. I start saying what God says about me and His Word. Now, what happens is, guys, a lot of times you do that, you get a little bit of freedom from those worry thoughts, but after a while they may come back again, so you just got to go ahead and do it again. But what happens is the more that you do that, what happens is you are retraining the momentum of your mind. You've heard me use that expression quite a bit in this series. You are retraining your momentum, the momentum of your mind, from worry to faith, from fear-based thoughts to, I'm going to believe what God says about me in His Word. And so what I want to invite all of us to do, guys, is as we go about our lives the rest of this week and you just do whatever it is you do, I want to encourage you to be... just kind of notice what's coming out of your mouth throughout the day. Because remember, Jesus said it's your idle words. Idle words, the words that you're saying throughout the day. And so, what's coming out of your mouth? And when you catch yourself saying something negative... You don't condemn yourself. No, what you do is you just change it. You just change it. You catch your mind doing that thing where you're worried and concerned. Well, just bring it back to what does God say about you in His Word. Find what the, what the Bible has to say about your situation and start speaking that over your situation. That is very powerful, guys. That is very powerful. It's, it's very simple, but it is so powerful. And so... I want to encourage all of us to, to be doing that. And so, the fourth way, the fourth key to living the worry-free life is speak God's Word or take authority over worry by speaking God's Word. Praise God. 
Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm Alex Rubin. You have been listening to Grace to Your World. Be sure to join me again on our next podcast as we continue to grow in our understanding of God's grace. Now, to learn more and to access the full-length audio of this and other teachings, simply head to graceworldonline.org. For information on how to become a Grace Vision partner or how to make a gift of any amount to our ministry, visit graceworldonline.org forward slash give. Now, I pray that you continue to see God's grace manifesting richly in your life, and I look forward to talking to you again on our next podcast.